Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, this week we are continuing further into our bigger discussion on why God allows evil. And we have sort of turned the corner over the last couple of weeks and we've gotten out of some of the, frankly, really depressing content that is necessary, I think, to really understand uh, these later questions. But we're now getting into... Uh, I would say a little bit lighter fare, and it's still very serious questions that need answering, but they just don't have the same emotional baggage, I guess, uh, I would say, as a lot of the, the previous stuff that we've talked about. And so this week, our topic is going to be somewhat related to suffering and what we've been discussing over the past week or so about suffering and its relationship to free will. And if you'll recall last week's episodes, we basically arrived at this conclusion that even if we don't necessarily like the outcome of everyone having free will, and I mean, who would, given the suffering and the evil and the the misuse of that free will, but even if we don't like it, I think we all would agree that free will is valuable, it's important, and that it seems uh, as if from what we know of scripture, that God agrees, that he thinks that free will is valuable as well. But we're shifting gears a little bit into more of a utilitarian or practical question, and that has to do with the benefits of suffering. So we might agree that, yeah, sure, in order for free will to be intact and protected, suffering is necessary because people are inevitably going to misuse their freedom. But just because suffering happens doesn't mean that there's anything good that comes out of it necessarily. And so part of what this week's question is, is what good is the suffering that I endure? Or at least what is the intended good of the suffering that I endure? And we're going we're gonna to talk about that and, and consider some different aspects of this question over the course of our main topic episodes this week. First, I want us to consider just in our own lives and experiences, has there ever been a time in your life that you can look back on where you personally experienced any form of suffering whatsoever that looking back in hindsight, you would say that it did good? Not not that the suffering in and of itself was good, but that it did good, that there was some sort of positive benefit that came out of that suffering for you in some capacity, some way, shape, or form. And I want you to consider that because I think if we start to think back and look at our own lives, we can very quickly start to generate a considerable list of instances where with the benefit of hindsight, we can look back and we can say, man, I sure didn't like that when it was happening. 
However, I can see now why that made me who I am. And I, and I am glad that that happened, even though I wouldn't necessarily want to go through that again. I'm glad that I'm on the other side of it. And by way of several examples, we can look at suffering categorically and we can even say that there's all kinds of different suffering that can garner different benefits for us. For instance, if you have ever in your life had dental work done, my dad has had a bunch of root canals and at no point would he ever say that those were good experiences because as traumatic as a normal root canal can be, his were not even routine and some of them were truly horror shows if you ever get a chance to hear the stories they were they were just absurdly bad and the pain and the suffering that he went through in those experiences was not in and of itself good but getting on the other side of those root canals and avoiding the Uh, infections or the chronic pain and other things that would come with ignoring them was certainly good. Think about a broken bone. When I was 16, I went on a snowboarding and skiing trip with my youth group and I normally was a snowboarder, but I decided to try out ski blades for the first time. And that turned out to be a really bad idea. It was the first and the last time that I ever used ski blades because I suffered a double fracture in my lower left leg. I broke both my tibia and my fibula. I almost compound fractured my tibia. It was it was pretty bad. And to make things worse, not only did I break my leg, but they ended up having to do two surgeries because the first one they attempted to set the bone without doing any surgery and it just didn't it didn't work it was too unstable so the second time different doctor they had to go in and they had to add all sorts of hardware to my leg uh, i have a rod through my shin on my left leg and i have a bunch of screws in my knee and in my ankle to hold that all in place and i have to say coming out of that surgery where a, a someone described it later to me as it looked like shop class when they were done doing surgeries like that because they had to they had to use drills and tools and all sorts of things in order to get those uh, pieces of hardware down in that pain coming to from that surgery was magnitudes worse than the pain of actually breaking the leg in the first place And yet I was told that if I didn't go through with that surgery, that what would happen is my leg would eventually attempt to, it would heal on its own, but it would basically grow a big ball of calcium to try to fuse the bone back together. I would never walk right. I would never run again. I would never play sports. I wouldn't be able to have the same ability and and uh, athletic capacity that I had enjoyed up to that point in my life. And I'm a, I'm a 16 year old teenager at this point. So of course I went through with the surgery and good grief was it a lot of pain and suffering. And yet I would look back on that and say, well, the physical benefits of that suffering far outweighed the consequences or, or the, uh, the pain I would have avoided from the surgery would have been far outweighed by the pain and the suffering long-term of not doing it. So we can look directly to see physical benefits that come from 
suffering in this life. What about emotional benefits? Have you had a relationship that ended and on the other end of that relationship, you ended up either growing personally to a point where you realized that you you became the kind of person that you would not have been able to uh, become had you stayed in that relationship, or perhaps you may even have ended up in a better relationship uh, after the fact where you would just not have been in uh, that position had you stayed. What about really difficult circumstances at work or tough projects or assignments at school that caused you significant stress in the moment and yet getting on the other side of them, you look back and you realize that they stretched you and they grew you to a point where there was no point at which you enjoyed it, but you are a better person having come out on the other side of it. What about spiritual benefits? Was there a time in your life where you experienced persecution for your beliefs or where you were forced because of some sort of hardship, whether it's financial or relational or or something, to depend on God at a level that you had never been asked to before? And coming out on the other side of that suffering, you realize that your relationship with God is so much stronger and closer than it ever would have been had you not gone through that. I share all these examples simply to say that these are all examples that we can point to in our own lives and we can see direct benefit that comes out of it physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And that's just what we can see. And by that, I mean that it's at least reasonable to assume that there are even more benefits that we can't see. So to, to sort of frame it in this way, this is these are things that as a culture and society, we all sort of value. Have you ever looked at a musician who is just at the top of their game? Someone who is either a, a singer or a, a guitarist or a cellist who just plays at a world-class level where very few people can match their level of proficiency? Or what about someone who works really, really hard to run a a marathon or compete in an Ironman or, or to become a triathlete or to play professional sports? We would look at the practice, at the dieting, at the exercise and all the things that go into preparing for those things as in some way, shape or form suffering denying ourselves, giving up, or spending countless hours playing guitar until you have string-shaped bruises in your fingertips is suffering for the pursuit of becoming a great guitarist. Diet and exercise are in and of themselves not particularly fun activities, and if you do them regularly, they can be considered suffering, at least mentally or emotionally. And yet we would look at the benefits of those things on the other side of all that sacrifice are people who we consider to be praised for their ability to perform or achieve at a level that few others in the world can attain. And so while we think that the outcome is worth it, we look at the process as suffering. And I just want us to consider that if there are things in our own 
temporal lives here on earth that we would consider to be worth suffering in the short term? Is it possible that there is suffering that we go through over the course of our lives from a spiritual perspective that God would look at from his big picture view and he would consider to be worthwhile, even though it is in no uncertain terms suffering. And yet God sees the results, the intended end of where all that suffering could lead to as a very worthwhile thing. So if we can see examples of that in our own life, I don't think it's unreasonable at all to consider that perhaps God sees something similar in his plan for the world and how and why perhaps he allows suffering and evil to exist in the world. So on Wednesday's episode, we're going to turn our attention to a different sort of question, and that is what about gratuitous suffering? Meaning, what about suffering that there doesn't seem to be any good reason for or anything that could possibly come out of that uh, that anyone would consider of any benefit at all? What about that kind of suffering? So we're going to talk about that on Wednesday, but in the meantime, I want you to consider that is it possible that some of the suffering that God may have allowed in your life could be for a reason, could be because God wants to use it to form you, to mold you, uh, and to grow you in some way, shape, or form. 